in three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone. It's Reviews from the West, and uh, we're doing another episode. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, stop doing that. We're actually on iTunes and Spotify and also Podbean. Uh, make sure to give us a little rating and review on Apple iTunes if you could be so kind. And um, yeah, and enjoy the show. We got two very, very interesting films with uh, somewhat similar themes going on. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this discussion. We have a special guest uh, who will introduce in five, four, three, two, one. Hello. Oh. It's Nathan. Nathan. Hi. Hello. Uh, my name is Nathan. Uh, relatively new. I'm here at the request of Nick. That's me. Um, yeah. Um, I'm. I'm really. I'm really excited. I'm really honored to be here. Um. Yeah. Thanks for. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Welcome to the show, Nathan. Thank cool. you. <laughs> we're also joined by Chase once again. Chase is here again. Hello, hello. Hey, I think I think I'm just I I I kind of consider myself a, a a permanent squatter. Yeah, I think. Say it again. Yeah, I think uh, it's nothing official. We don't have any labels yet, but uh, it's getting pretty serious. So you you I give mean, good, you give good insight. You you know you you know movies. So you you see you're a very good fit. And you know what? Fuck. I try. I try. I definitely try. Wait, can you guys, hang on, hang on. He said label. Isn't that a great segue? Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Zinger. Woo. So, uh, oh, Zinger. We got two films to talk about, and uh, if you don't know, if you didn't read the title, let me let me spill those for you. We have the Myth of the American Sleepover, directed by David Robert Mitchell. Uh, if you don't know him, he directed uh, It Follows and the recently underappreciated, underrated, thrown to the dirt under the Silver Lake, which is one of the cool. best films of 2019, hands so good. down. Um, Pretty so, amusing. Um, then we also have Totally Fucked Up by director Greg Araki, <laughs> uh, who is a pretty pretty important figure of queer cinema in the 90s. And, uh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, which which film do you guys want to talk about first? What's on Sleepover. Your Sleepover. I drew that yeah. like a gun. <laughs> All right, hold on. Definitely. Pause for a second. Chase is muted. Oh. Chase is muted. What's I'm cool? sorry. I was. Uh, uh, go ahead. If I'm if if I'm muted muted, uh, I'm 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 in the midst of moving at the moment, so I'm. Okay. I'm a, All right. I'm a little here and there. I'll if I'm right. if it's important, I will. Uh, I'm just gonna mute myself. Sounds like good. if you know. Okay. Sorry. My bad. My bad. I guess I should have said something. My oh, bad. Awkward. <laughs> I know. And... Jesus Christ! I'll show myself out, God. <laughs> and... So uh, yeah. So and we're gonna resume record. Yeah. Okay. So Myth American Sleepover. Nick, the synopsis man. That's kind of your role. Yeah. Yeah, it's safe to say. Yeah, I'm the synopsis. Twenty guy. episodes in, I think. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's a good vibe, you know. It's a good role for you. I feel Nick, you have a very so... good, you know, you have a good flow with it and everything. I think, I think that's a that's a beautiful role for you. Thank you, man. You're kind of, of like the IMDb if IMDb were a human. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Oh my gosh, and really liked and really liked James Cameron. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Don't give me, don't, we're not going to start that again. <laughs> All right. So, so anyways, 
this we moment. got first up is the myth of the American sleepover. It revolves around a select a small group of teenagers in Michigan who are enjoying their last night of summer and by going to a bunch of different sleepovers and just kind of party hopping from one to another. Along the way, they're discovering themselves, finding their place in their teenage lives, and just trying to eke out a good time in this small town of nothingness. Yeah. Bravo. Beautiful. Bravo. Now, yeah. Now, uh, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the first to say, I almost wrote this movie off completely up until I saw this was directed by David Robert Mitchell. Yeah. Because he's yeah. a pretty, he's a pretty decent up and comer director. It follows creep me the hell out when I saw it. And under the silver lake is amusing at best. More than amusing pal. But for me, I was kind of taken aback by the whole nineties nostalgia infused conspiracy noir storytelling. Oh, dude. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's fucking (laughs) incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Nathan, have you seen It Follows or Under the Silver Lake? Uh, I've seen It Follows, and I think, um, I think for me, or in my opinion, I think that's what really set him on the marker was um, It Follows. Like, people. That's that's what had it. You know, people start talking and being like, "This is kind of a." unique take on the horror genre you know and i i i will i will myself agree you know that's it i saw it for the first time when i saw it yeah it's it's not so much of a jump scare factors that more horror movies like are getting into like the conjuring and stuff like that but it's more of just a kind of uneasiness that lingers. oh yeah quite well, literally yeah. yeah yeah it's it's very old school in terms of wanting to creep you out Ex- minus one really cool jump scare uh the whole movie is built around atmosphere and dread which is something i really appreciate and it's yeah. kind of th- and it feels very throwback to the john carpenters of of bygone era which is very yeah. nice right down to the synth score oh that's a that's a that is a a great thing you bring up because i'm pretty sure either today or yesterday was the 25th or not 25th jesus i think like 50th or something like that i don't know how 40th 40th anniversary of uh the thing that's right oh, no. 38 years ago it came 38 out. gotcha gotcha yeah. i was close i was close 40 but yeah no that's uh all right that's I, th- I think that's a beautiful way of of describing it follows it's very um uh carpenter-esque absolutely oh yeah yeah it, it doesn't make any bones about it either or it doesn't beat around the bush there's no. there are times where it feels like direct referencing the exactly. halloween yeah yeah so this so, is your yeah, guys' first movie, time seeing this film right yes uh-huh. it is i didn't think he made a movie before it follows i thought yeah. that was his breakthrough seems like a it was a pretty well-received sundance flick course it was i don't doubt yeah, that for a the, second the nostalgic sundance flick what yeah. did you uh, what were you guys' uh thoughts on this one what did you guys think? uh i i liked it but it's also kind of corny a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's because it's teen drama it could be really good teen drama i'm still gonna talk over and make fun of it a lot of the time <laughs> it's like oh no you like this girl. Oh no, you're at the wrong crowd. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I felt like I was... narrative. Oh, sorry. Uh... No, 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 no. I, I talk too much. <laughs> uh, I was, <laughs> was going to... Sorry. Good. Don't, I felt don't. like narrative. Oh. oh. Son of a... Okay. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Nick, stop no, talking. I felt like... Nick, talk. I, I felt like narratively speaking, this is definitely all over the place. Like, it follows a lot of oh i said it follows. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no but it 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 um there's a lot of characters and a lot of things that you're keeping track of but it is pretty simple like it's it's just uh it boils down to um yeah there's a lot of just unnecessary drama that you know happens with teenagers in high school and yeah. you know you kind of see that play out and yeah, i feel like that that was what the intent they were going for they wanted to do a realistic uh teen they wanted to do a realistic teen drama as opposed to something like john hughes would make granted john hughes a bit more he goes a bit more out there with his directing a bit more entertaining yeah. for sure Absolutely. more entertaining yeah, yeah. but this this is the realistic version where there's a lot of awkward conversations, a lot of pointless small talk, a lot of mumbling. There's so much yeah. mumbling in this movie. I I think I, I would say it's realistic to a certain extent. Right. Um, yeah. Something that was really bothering me is I was so at the time, you know, I'm I'm decently younger than uh, than everyone here. Wait, hold on. How old are you, Chase? I'm 22. I'm turning 23. Okay, Sweet. I mean, you're not much younger. Well, wait, how old is Nathan? Oh, yeah, how old is Nathan? Well, born in 94. I'm, uh, right? I'm 21. Okay. Hey. Oh. Well, we're all in our early 20s. Cool. So. Yeah. Anyway, but I was, this felt the language and everything that, that was being used, like the, uh, the way that people talked and like the things that they were doing felt more middle school and less yeah. high school to me. Sure. Um, yeah. It could be that our generation is just, we were doing that stuff earlier. Well, they were uh, all freshmen in the film, weren't they? Most of the main Well, characters. it was some it was freshmen, seniors, and then fucking Scott, I think his name was. Oh, he was a senior funny. in college. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, it was freshmen, like, you know, it was a bunch of, it was, it was decent, but I guess, I guess you're right. The main, the main people it follows uh, is, is, uh, are, are freshmen or you know sophomores or something but um the conversations just felt a little uh, it, it felt really really prepubescent instead of pubescent where <laughs> you know, you're, you're kind of he's talking to, people are nervous about kissing girls and stuff like that but yeah i feel like that was more of a middle school thing yeah, but, yeah. again that could... they, they would be more concerned with going further than that yeah yeah absolutely and it you know there wasn't a wasn't a single i mean there wasn't a this is fucking weird to say but there wasn't one a single sex scene between two characters yeah and i feel like in a realistic high school scenario everybody would be having sex with each other (laughs) like yeah and i felt like also too it was more like um like if 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 we're we're gonna really get into like nitpicking i mean there's like some situations in the movie for example um 
I'm forgetting the character's name, but he is uh the yeah, Scott. Scott's the one who's going uh in college, right? Yeah, yeah. Sort of he's tracking down the yeah. twins. So yeah, so when he goes to the twins, just that whole that so awkward thing Such a weird... to like go into the dorms and stuff like that and find them. I don't know. If I were the girls I realistically, the girls would be weirded out. I feel oh, yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Also, 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 nobody has peripheral vision in this movie. He watches <laughs> rows of college girls sleeping in sleeping bags in an open gym, and not one of them takes note of the adult male. Well, just the one the guy. They weren't. They weren't even college. Those were high school seniors. No, it was college. They were freshmen. Was it? Yeah. College, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a lot less creepy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was yeah, like, yeah. I was really weirded out. I was like, oh, this guy fucking <laughs> creeping on some high schoolers and the chaperones at the high school are like letting this, you know, 23 year old dude walk in with these like 17 and 18 year olds. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's Is no one concerned? What? Yeah, yeah. He's one of the what? follows ghosts, clearly. Exactly. So I kind of <laughs> like the inspiration, the, the emotions, yeah. and the. No. The themes that carried along with that character, because it kind of it's it's relatable for us out of high school. It's kind of like you're you're lost, you're not really sure where to go. You kind of look back, kind of see what those those good moments, and trying to yeah. try to reconnect. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree with that. In fact, but, I think Paul was yeah. the one I related to the most. I I thought he was the most interesting character. Like, yeah, at first this is this is a weird situation. He even says it's a weird situation at a mm-hmm. couple of different points. But as you watch it more, I, or as I watched it more, I was getting more comfortable with him. Like Paul's, Paul's the nice guy. Paul's the quiet. Paul? Paul's the quiet type. Oh, that's the main character, right? The the high schooler. I guess so. Who is well, the main? Kind of yeah, I don't. I don't know movie. exactly who is the the main character. I couldn't. I honestly could not tell you. Is it the is it the Just kid in the plaid right? shorts stalking Jamie Lynn Spears? I don't think so. Is it the girl with the piercings who dances to jazz? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> Wait, Jamie Lynn Spears? Hang on. Wait. No, no, no. The, the girl Wait. he's ch- no, no, no. The girl he's chasing. I immediately said to myself, "She looks like Jamie Lynn Spears." Oh, bro, I'm Is like it Jamie I'm... Lynn Spears. Oh, okay. I like, like I was just like, no way, no yeah, way. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's out of the game. She was, she was out of the. She's way out of the game now. <laughs> Right. Zoe 101? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she quit after she quit after Zoe 101. No, 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 no. She got fired. She got, she got fired, fired because her That's ass got meant. pregnant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. She hasn't acted ever again. Nope. She's being a mom, which is cool. Like, good for you. That's good. That's great. But this chick, though, back on point, looked a lot like Zoe 101. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted on this film because I, I do appreciate the simplicity and the more of a uh, an observation of characters kind of uh, figuring themselves out and, and dealing with those com- uh, confusing emotions that every teen goes through. And it's, it's just, I, I like films that just sort of observe and let you just sit in the situations and environments. But yeah, it, I don't know. It's, it definitely reeks of 2000, late 2000s, early 10s. Early, early 2010s, yeah. I wanted uh, to actually add on to what you said, sorry, Victor, about um, uh, appreciating like the simplicity of it. One thing I also really like adding on to that, I really liked how how it it looks. The movie looks overall like it 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 does like you say look very minimalistic, and to some extent, I was surprised that 
like it came out in 2010 and i was just like wow really this movie yeah. actually kind of looks like it came out in 2002 2003 because like yeah. it, you know what I, that's how it kind of looked to me you know you know what okay. it looked like to me was yeah you're driving modern cars and whatnot this movie looked like the freaking 70s i swear I never seen this many teenagers not on their smartphones and going out and doing activities in my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to swimming pools. They're going to parties. They're walking the streets. They're chatting with each other. They're ogling yeah. over bad horror movies and seeing the naked girls. It's, and not a single phone in sight. But also, it's like I mean, a time the people, traveling here. Yeah. The people that I know from, like, the teenagers that I know from this generation of when this movie took place were, I mean, like, mostly getting into, like, Xbox, like, Xbox 360 and stuff like that, like, Call of Duty and stuff like that. So it's just like, wow, it's like people are going outside. This, this, this can't be the 2010s. This, right. This (laughs) isn't right. Yeah. What I found interesting, too, was the lack of, adults in the film that was oh yeah i I didn't notice that i think you only see parents really in that supermarket scene with paul yeah Yeah. Um, but i don't remember really seeing any parents throughout the entire film and i kind of like how it's it kind of takes them out of the picture in a way i don't know what the point of that was but i i do kind of like that where you don't have that it's as populated as an ed and an eddie episode yeah, absolutely. And there's a similar. It feels very similar to It Follows in that way because in that film, it's strictly the uh, the kids. Teens. Yeah, there are no adults to help out. And Which so, I think I I think that's probably the the goal was he was like, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh god, burp real quick, and I was like I'm gonna <laughs> make sure I'm away from the mic. But um, uh, the it, it, you can feel that it's trying to pay attention to just the teenagers right and so it, i think the lack of adults like in it follows makes this a better film in the long run i agree because also as yeah. well like it's showing that sure parents can influence their their children and lead yeah. them to the past but ultimately it's up to the kids to decide who they are what they're doing um and i think that's a pretty different but also i think a very true look on a teenager's life yeah i feel like it's kind of just up to them to figure out what they want um yeah i really agree yeah that's this does have it's it's also got kind of a warm uh it's got a very relaxed tone to it it perfectly captures a summer night like yeah it it feels like yeah yeah, i agree it feels like american graffiti without the rock and roll that's what i Mm -hmm. thought of it in the run uh and so, uh, and also, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's very relaxed and also, and like Nate said, it looks really nice. And I, and some of that is the camera work. I feel yeah. for an indie movie, this is some great camera work for one thing. Yeah. Shots look like they were planned. They didn't just go to handheld by default and just sort of go the, go down that cliche visual route. No shots had some planning to them. They were different lenses, rack and focus and all that. And the directing is really good in that they find ways to connect characters within the frame. Like, we, we, we see these different characters at different points by themselves, and then they intersect uh, 
with with each other's frame space at every mm. other point. I, I uh, going going on that. I actually wanted to uh, talk about that. It's actually if you pay really close attention, you actually see like hidden. I mean, it it is pretty obvious in some sh shots, but like there's some hidden like points where um characters will actually intersect at each other you won't the camera won't like it's not obviously pointed out but like for example um the sophomore girl who's dating the senior um like when she finishes her track practice and gets in the car is listening to that like heavy rock music and and i i think it's like at one point they like um pass by yeah they pass by like um the the two girls who are in the dance class that's pretty obvious and then another really cool sudden a uh, subtle one was um when um they're like it's from the party and the like one of the dancing girls wants to like go with the lifeguard to like a swimming party and they're listening to rock music too and you see they pass by in the background a character and it's 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 like oh yeah really subtle and it's like a quick second but i was just like oh that's, oh that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool they also they did that in the supermarket as well yes um, yeah oh, when yeah. they're when he's like following that girl the uh zoe 101 girl, like chick, yeah, yeah zoe 101 um she he goes and smells the shampoo that she was looking at or that she bought and then you see the the dance girls walk in the background. I thought that was yeah. Okay. And yeah. the fact they don't acknowledge each other really gives life to the world they're living in. I feel like. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's 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 like that. It it I feel that replicates that point in your life because or at least for me because I remember when I was trying to when I was making friends in middle school and high school. I I would never I would hardly ever see them outside the school. So whenever I see them in public, uh. I mean, at one point, I got excited, and like I was, just, I was like, "Oh, I, I know her, or I know him." She, I, yeah. I've seen him around, but then a gradual, but then over the years, I kind of just get, I get used to it. Like these are people; they live in the same, they they say the same world I live in. Yeah, so right. yeah. It's like, yeah, we all go to the same places. We don't have to acknowledge each other all the time. These characters don't even know each other a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but yeah, it, it, if that makes any sense, it makes it replicates that feeling that this is an interconnected community absolutely yeah. yeah i think that's really what drives the the realism for this movie and yeah again overall from these two movies and i'll bring this up again like when we talk about um totally fucked up but i think this is what i think what these two movies really convey and i think this movie conveys it a little bit more better than totally fucked up is that um you know teenage years especially like during high school you know you're really unsure of you know who you are and how to fit in and i mean yeah. although although this movie doesn't accurately on point portray that it i think it really does a good job at showing that yes it's, it's, absolutely it's much more solid than i think it has a right of really being uh yeah the more i talk about it the more i kind of dig it because yeah. at, like i like i said at the time i was kind of poke i was poking fun at the teen drama and the overall situations everyone was finding interesting because that's what you yeah. do with teen dramas you, you like to you like to pick you like to pick at them and it's fun 
but no, this this has got a bit more going for it when you dive when you dive in. Yeah, I think it's just unfortunate though that since it is trying to capture a bit more of a, a quote unquote realistic approach or a bit more uh, mm -hmm. nuanced, it, yeah. it does do a little bit too much. I mean, this is just personal taste, but it meanders a lot, and it's just a lot of characters yeah. kind of roaming, which does kind of play into the themes of like discovery. It really does over dramatize a little bit some of the like um, gossip that happens in the movie to a point where you're just like, yeah, okay. And then also, it's like to a point, there's like some sequences that happens where you really do again question the realism. Like, for example, um, when one of the characters goes to the bathroom and the girl is like taking a bath oh, yeah. and she says you can sit down if you'd like and that's like a uh, realistic i mean come on realistically you'd be like what are you doing get out <laughs> that was the weirdest leave me alone part. there's a weird prepubescent boy at the door <laughs> looking at me taking a bath yeah. I'd be creeped out. <laughs> why? Why is this? Why was that a thing? I, I just, I, I, I feel my my overall. I'm not a big fan of these types of movies. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. I was I was telling um Victor and and Nate earlier um that I'm not a big fan of of movies that are just there's no there's no real uh, pr there's no real problem that they have to face other than being a teenager, which. Yeah is relatable really relatable because every single person who is over the age of 18 has been a teenager at some point you know what i mean yeah so we've yeah all experienced these weird moments and these weird times and these these awkward feelings of you know why am i feeling like this why do i want to do this why am i saying this to my friends or why do i want to have sex all the time you know it's like <laughs> it's it i i'm fine with that aspect of it but I wanted a little more something else, a film mm -hmm. that I think really, really does a good job at showing the change of, you know, cause this is, this is kind of the subtle change from child to teenager, I feel, or, or yeah. preteen to teenager. Um, something that does that also well with, uh, <clears throat> with change from, from teen to like kind of young adult uh, is a movie called Kings of Summer. Oh yeah, oh, I like yeah. that one. Uh, it's it's amazing. I don't remember who it's directed by, but it has Jordan uh, Vogt Roberts. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> and then it also it has a uh, um, who who's in it? Who's in it? Uh, Nick Simon. He was in fucking what was that? Movie? He's in that Love Simon movie, but he's in something else better. Uh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. That's right. Nick. Yeah, Robertson. he plays the older brother to yeah. um. Yeah, Nick Robertson and also Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yep. Oh, I was getting that seriously mixed up with that Josh Peck film where there's that scene where he's just like roasting all those kids on the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mean Creek? Yeah. yeah mean Creek. Oh, we should watch um, that one. We should but, watch that uh, one for the show. Anyway. But linking that back to uh, to um, American Sleepover, it's uh, I it, it, that feels more real in the way of someone actually. It, it, it feels more real in a cinema standpoint. Um, granted, this feels more real, like real, real. And I can see why people are gravitating towards that or want to. A little too real. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, Come soft. You know, yeah. Sorry. We don't need, we don't need the, uh, we don't need these little, the, 
I, I don't know. I, some of the stuff, like obviously these are young actors, but they yeah. the performances were really rough and hard to watch. Every single performance was was not In- good. <laughs> Yeah, and I was going to say the acting is just yeah, not really interchangeable. <laughs> I I have a feeling that they that they were that uh the director was specifically looking for non-actors to yeah, yeah. try to because being a non-actor you're also now have this awkwardness of oh I'm acting which can also be awkward in your performance which it definitely is. And so yeah. I think it benefits from it from his overarching like scheme and uh i mean not maybe not scheme that comes off negative negative but um, yeah you know yeah. the what he's trying to to direct it 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 works but watching it and I, it's just it i was crazy. i was having I it was, yeah i was having a hard I think time the problem also too is like um like you said these non-actors who are going into you know acting these scenes out yeah. Not only do they have to deal with the fact of not acting, but they also have to deal with the fact that they're overwhelmed of, am I doing this right? Am I, yeah. uh, you know, approaching this scene right? I mean, I don't know if all actors on this movie specifically were thinking about this, but I think definitely that would have been a thought that was crossing their mind. And then, you know, yeah, so I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. I will say, uh, peak worst performance is probably the kid in the plaid shorts and the red sweatshirt. I don't know. He was, a little back, he was boring as hell. He gets egged at one point and he hardly reacts. Yeah, he's I, I think he's he looked similar. dead inside. He really did. Uh, pretty similar to the Scott character, it seems like, where they're mm-hmm. both wandering Scott. and uh, Scott, the one who was chasing the twins. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he um, was he was better. I think he was. Well, no, but they're both best. kind of following the same path where they're, you know, they're both searching for girls essentially. You know, that's mm-hmm. their, kind of their goal. Um, and so they're both on this mission. And yeah, they're honestly both kind of. Uh, Scott had the most like I feel like complex character in in a yeah. sense. Yeah. But God, was he just like, it's just kind of cringy. <laughs> a bit. A lot, but I don't yeah. know. It was just—it was a little hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. He... Then there's Maggie. She's got she's one of all the piercings dan- dances. Uh, she's just a troublemaker. I couldn't get a beat on her character. She's into the cigarette guy, and she's not into the cigarette guy. She's going after <laughs> the lifeguard. She's dancing for people, jumping in water. There was some points in the movie where I thought Maggie was a little bit too much. Like, like there is some scenes where it's like you get a like she's a bit your four second shot at her face and i don't know i feel like she's squeezing as many subtle sensual sexual happy yeah all into like that four seconds and you're just like my mind can't compute what is what I can't read her face. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> she reminds me of that one chicken Twin Peaks who causes all the mischief. I just oh, uh, to, Audrey, I, I totally yeah. saw that too. Yeah, I, I just wanted to punch her. Just oh, God. stop. Okay, not pu- okay, not <laughs> I don't know punch if that's her. the right thing to do, but um... okay, not punch her. Uh... Stop. I just want to make her stop. Stop being this extra. 
Yeah. Well, that I mean, I think it's. Do just we need a disclaimer too. now? I don't. I don't want to beat women. I, I feel like I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> oh great! I think it just is due to just amateurish acting. I, I think. It's yeah. Just, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, I didn't think I... It was awful. she did try. She uh, she definitely was uh, doing acting TM. Yeah. Acting TM. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> acting yeah. TM. Acting trademark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> side enough. note: Did you guys oh. recognize that bathtub chick? Oh yeah. Yeah, no. I swear she looked familiar. Yeah. It's, uh, Hang on! Don't 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 say anything! Don't, don't say anything! I'm looking it up. It's I'm Margot looking... Robbie. You gotta guess. You have to. Margot guess. Robbie. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> There's no her. way. That's not. Um. Her. Um. The myth. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be such a fun little little bit on the. On the, uh, you know, her name was Maggie. No, I don't even know her. No, the, the bathtub chick, Julie I mean, Higgins. I'd be surprised if it's under bathtub chick. No, it's Julie Higgins. That's the character name. Oh, I have. N- well, that's really anticlimactic. I don't know who the fuck this is. <laughs> oh wow, she Wait. plays. She plays Eleven's aunt on Stranger Things. Does she? She's an alien covenant. You're next. Um, oh, that's where she's from. Upstream color, pet cemetery. Oh, she's, she gets around. She's a character actor. She's good. This is. I, I mean, yeah, she was, she was the best character in the, the best like actor. the best performance. Like, yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah I, have, I have. I have. That was really anticlimactic because I really don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In she the was... five minutes total she had a screen time she wasn't bad right yeah it's like because like the moment she came on screen i was just like i recognize her no yeah. no no i, I really girl? do no it's yeah. yeah and then it just it just stuck it it was stuck in the back of my head for like Don't you the hate entire that? time i was watching the movie don't you just hate that you recognize an actor but you can't remember the name or place the face yeah, it sucks. It's 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 the most frustrating like feeling watching a movie. Tell me about it. I I scream audibly in those moments. Like, <laughs> who are you? It's just every movie that we go to, he's like, "Who is that?" Who? <laughs> who gets that? up in the movie auditorium and points at the screen and says, "Who are you?" Who's that woman on the screen? Do you? Do you, does anyone have IMDb at the moment? <laughs> I sit in the front moment. row. It's like Mystery Science Theater. I <laughs> know. No, I do think that we should do a Mystery Science Theater. Like, I want to do that. I really like want to a, do a, a style type where we kind of, you know, maybe we do it like to like Princess Bride or something like that. That would be no, really no, fun. No, 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 no. We got to do shit. It has to be shit. Like shitty movies? Shitty movies. It can't be a good movie. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. That sounds I guess, great. I guess the hook up. I'll get you guys in on this action. <laughs> I don't know. I, I personally aren't. I'm not a huge fan on comedy commentary on films, but but you uh, like watching shitty movies, clearly. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. But I, I don't. I don't like when people. No, talk. ladies and gentlemen, shots have been fired. <laughs> Round one, fight. <laughs> you got me. You got me, Nick. I got you. Um, I got you good. So, anyways, back to American Sleepover. Yeah, I don't know. This is just a pretty 
slight film. I don't. I, there's. Yeah. I think it's... about the whole twins angle with the like the uh, mo- mosquito like Mothra. Uh, oh thing. my. Okay. Oh, I, I really like I loved, that. Yeah. I yeah. love the Mothra. I don't know. I, I debate this. It's not a parody. It's kind of an obscure reference, or it's a very obscure way of referencing something. But that did make me happy seeing a Mothra uh, mock-up, a it's DIY a, Mothra movie. Definitely a Cinema Head uh, reference. I'm, 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 I, I, I'm optimistic because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, oh, there's man. some kids yeah. watching a monster movie at one point yeah. in this film, uh-huh. and it's clear it's clearly supposed to be Mothra because it's a giant moth, crude special effects, and there's mm-hmm. these two there's these two tiny twin girls. They're supposed to be Scott's watching it. Yeah, they're, yeah. Supposed, they're supposed to be the fairies or whatever. The fairies that Mothra that prayed to Mothra, and there's they're just people photographed to look small compared to uh, other actors. They use special oh, effects and they're for twins. that. Twins, yeah, and they're twins, yeah. And there's oh. these, and there's all, these, there's all these Japanese people in business suits and really nice attire. They're mm. on an island, and it's dubbed in English like a classic Godzilla movie. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. See. And also, they do, I think, a Halloween shout-out to the kids' horror movie they're watching. Not even not even Halloween, but probably Halloween. Or- I don't know. I, I was getting more of a, like, because I don't know if it was an actual film or not that the, that the kids were watching, but it was just, like, it felt like um, when I was watching it, I don't know, I was getting flashbacks to the first scary movie um, because they do a parody of Scream at one point, yeah. and I was just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but honestly, them rewinding to see the girls' topless scene, kind of relatable. Not oh, gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> no. Let's dive, no. Let's dive into that, Nick. No, let's <laughs> not. Let's reminiscing. not. I rather um, not. I mean, I'm down. I'm down to talk ratings. If you guys are down to talk ratings. Yeah. This are we? Is... Are we good? Yeah. I'm. I think I'm. I feel confident. Nathan, this is your first first discussion. Are you good? Yeah, do, you, do you want to add something? Do you want to add more? Wait, what? What's going on? Oh well, we're we're thinking about getting into the ratings, but if you got more to add, let's let's keep talking. I, is, is yeah. it, are like rating the movie or yes, rating. Yeah, yeah. that's this is the part, oh. this is the part where we kind of close uh, closing uh, dialogue and and rate the film. So oh, but if you want to, okay. yeah, add more, um, maybe if if yeah, you guys can lead and then. I'll go last. Yeah. Well, well, I got one. I got a final thought. The opening scene at the swimming pool really made me depressed because I miss swimming so much. In yeah. all this, sh- in all this. Same. Shit. It's I like one swimming, of the yeah. things that you miss, like as you grow older. Like, this is super weird, but like, I just have flashbacks to when I was like still in elementary school and I play tag, and there will be instances where I'm just hanging out with grown, my grown-up friends, and I just say guys, we should really play tag, and everyone just looks at me cross-eyed like, yeah, you're so weird. Why are you so weird? And I'm just like, yeah. I just want to play tag, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> Tell me about it. it. It's it's that, but it's also just simply, I wish I could go out and do public activities again instead of barricading myself in my house so I don't get a really bad illness. It's it's Swimming is so freeing, man. I live, what, 20 minute walk from a lake public swimming lake i i every summer i would just go and take a dip when things got too hot and i can't about do martha? that 
Martha Lake, that's right. Bro, Martha Lake is the shit. It really is. It is dirty. It is dirty AF, though. It really is gross. But But, the water water is is really warm, actually. It is. But it's it's, fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But the fact that I prefer a public pool over Martha Lake really says something. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there are worse places to swim. But yeah, I wish I maybe, could go swimming. Maybe Green Lake. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All that uh, I don't know. All that goose Green Lake's shit. pretty sketchy enough as it is with, um, uh, you know, homeless people and stuff like that. Green Lake's not, Green Lake's not too bad. They have a... If, uh, if you're... Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go there at, like, night and, like, fuck around and... No. Know. Yeah. But of course it's not. not. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Okay. I like it. Uh-huh. I like. I like Martha Lake too. But yeah. Enough Lake talk. Hey. Back to the sleep. Hey, segue. Uh-huh. Into ratings. Let's get to ratings. Let's you guys, go. did you guys like my Keemstar reference? What's Keemstar? Let's get right into the news. Oh. Keemstar oh, is a piece that. of garbage that's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. get right. Into the he's, shit. He's a peepee head. Yeah. Okay. Very all right. Who's so. going first? Nick, I think you're going first. Okay. All right. Let's go first. Um, I'll give this a three. I think we'll give it a three stars. It is a refreshingly restrained bit of teen drama. It examines some neat ideas and kind of and very relatable. And is very relatable if you've ever been a teenager. It looks nice. And otherwise, though, it's amateur, it has amateur acting and kind of uh, a frivolous plot line. There is no plot to speak of. It's just the characters sorting out some issues. But if you want to get sucked in, if you want to just kind of zone out to a movie for a bit, this, this one's a contender. So yeah, absolutely. I, I might not watch it again, but who knows? Uh, I, yeah. Three. Three. Solid. Beautiful. Solid. Solid. You said uh you said something about uh getting sucked off, right? <laughs> oh no. Which oh, no. segues perfectly <laughs> into face <laughs> um, you wanna I, go? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I will give it I'll give it a three as well. Um I I didn't enjoy it like at all. I was <laughs> I, I I give it a I'm giving it a three because I can understand what it's wanting to do and it's doing it very well. Um, it's just not for me. It's just not my type of movie. I'll, I'll rate it a three stars, but do I enjoy it? Will I watch it again? No, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of these type of movies. They really are. I, I want some sort of plot at least um, yeah. other than just, you know, childhood or, you know, teenage awkwardness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you watch the Terminator again instead of this? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. okay, there is hope. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd give it three just because I, you can see the work of like a great director coming through, like uh-huh. you can see you can see him coming coming into his own and 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 building into someone that would actually go on to make you know great movies. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of under the silver lake um a lot 
I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a three. Uh, just with this, you know, performances weren't strong for me. It's very average. I would give it like a fifty percent. Yeah. May so maybe higher, maybe like a fifty-five percent, sixty percent. So um, the acting of the movie. Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> the movie I would give, I would give a sixty. So I've, I've that's about three stars. So um, Roughly, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna also go with a three. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, I appreciate the simplicity. I like. I, I'm kind of a sucker for cliche uh, stuff like this because it definitely come. It's almost i wouldn't even say it's necessarily realistic because it just comes off very cliche but i think a mm-hmm. lot of things in life like you know finding yourself talking to uh, somebody you have a crush on and being scared to do certain things it's all happens to everyone so it does yeah cliche in yeah. more of a realistic sense more than like a, a filmmaking sense yeah. um but i don't know i, I like the atmosphere I, I think it perfectly captures some warm summer nights Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I like seeing this post high school angle with Scott the uh, the high school angle with the, the teens and just kind of all them dealing with uh, their emotions and I I don't know I, it's it's it meanders and nothing really happens it's pretty aimless but I, I appreciate what it's trying to do yeah. um, also that one scene it's at the it's towards the end it's before the parade. And it's the morning, like the sun's rising, and you're seeing all these houses. And there's something about that little montage that really hit me right in the gut. Mm. Houses. Um, and I also like too where it ends at the parade. I think that was a, was a really nice wrap up. Yeah, it kind of kind of uh, pulp fictioned everything together. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. yeah all the characters together at once, and not yeah. a single one of them knows what happened. Yeah. Discovery. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a celebration of, you know, this this because uh, the movie takes place over one night, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a it's a celebration of of so much shit happened in this one night. Like, I mean, kind of. Like, <laughs> I, it's hard to say, but you know, these these yeah. teenagers experienced so much different type of things, and then they all kind of came back. And you know, uh, I think you said his name was Paul. Is that the guy's name? The, the the essentially the main guy yeah yeah um paul kind of hits it off with this girl that was kind of in the background the whole time and then you know he's kind of he like looks at her during the parade and they kind of share this this like this like uh you know teenage young like first first like real crush type vibe and and that that i think was the most compelling honestly the most compelling shot in the entire movie absolutely and and i think i don't know who's in between is that like his sister or something uh probably an adult figure or chaperone i don't know yeah well but it was it was a younger it was like a teenager as well you're right Um, right. but uh you know whoever it was you know it's it's there's this other friend that's there that is kind of sensing something going on but these these two people they they don't care they're just vibing with each other you know what i mean so it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I appreciated that a lot. Um, and I think that's actually like the very last shot of the movie. I think it is. And that's something I, I'm now coming to realization. What's something I really like about this film is that there is a sense of, of genuine hope 
and empathy mm-hmm. towards these characters. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, they haven't all succeeded in what they want, or maybe they did in a way they didn't expect, but there's a sense of like, you know what? It's going to work out. Like, just stick with it and be yourself. And yeah. I, I really appreciate that sincerity that gets thrown in, or not thrown in, but that's woven throughout. I, I think that's I think that's important. I like that a lot. And it's yeah. uh, very different from the next film, but that's my, that's yeah. my wrap up of the film. Yeah. Cool, Speaking man. of wrap up. Oh, wait. <laughs> Nate. 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 Oh, yeah. wrap up, let's wrap this up and head over to Nate to see what he gives this movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I think I'd, I'd actually give this like, uh, like, I mean, really for me, um again i don't buy into too much of cliche type movies um really don't see any merit or value in them which i know it seems really harsh but i think at the end of the day we all need a little hope you know uh especially in times like now and um yeah and again like I mentioned previously before, there are some things that I don't take too realistically seriously, like uh, Paul spotting the sister in the in the bathroom. That's pretty unrealistic and Ugh. stuff like that. But also, like, um, when he eventually does find the Zoe 101 girl that he's been chasing the whole movie. Um, <laughs> I, hate, I hate to put that. I'm, I should probably look for her name, but anyways. Um, What's her character's name? When, when he, when he does find her, um, like, uh, I think it's when they're exploring the tunnels with the, like the three girls, him and his friend too. Oh yeah, and, the freaking um, make out tunnels where people go to make yeah. out. Yeah. Sounds good. Um I noticed <laughs> I noticed when in that scene, um, when he like does sit with her, he uh sees her arm is like covered with other people who've like written down their number for her to call. Phone numbers, yeah. And and I think I like there have been instances like for like all of us who were at one point teenagers where i mean especially for guys you know where it's just like if you do find that dream girl like or when you do come across your dream girl you find uh a flaw that doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a big deal at first but when you look back at the moment when you know or when it in- inevitably didn't work out and she would turn into the one that did get away, yeah. you look back and reflect and realize how that little inconsistency could have affected your possible relationship big time. Or, <laughs> you know, it, it would have affected who you are today. You know, yeah. I, I know mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a stretch, but. Um, I, no, I, I think, think it's, it's, it's. I, I could dig that. Yeah, it's it. it's it's really interesting to think about, and um, the fact that they include that in uh, an indie movie like this is is really cool, you know. And it you really appreciate that, 
And coming back to Victor and what he was talking about, some of the shots, especially that the final shot, like that morning shot, um, some of the shots too, I felt, especially, you know, uh, mentioning that, like, even though this movie took place in 2010, it looks like it, like, aesthetically, filming-wise, it looked like it was filmed in, like, 2002 or 2003. Mm-hmm. And it also feels like a sense of... I, d- I don't want to say nostalgia, but it's um, it's like a sense of, like... It it really does capture, I don't know, the sense of environment of what it was like, what that specific snippet in time was like that yes. one night. It is it is a strange feeling. It feels like a Mac DeMarco song. It gives you it gives you <laughs> memories you never thought you could have, but yeah. you feel the, the the effect it has on you. That's the thing yeah. that I really. Love I was about. gonna say Tame and Paula's song, but yeah. Oh, okay. There that, that and that's one reason I do love that scene because it there is a sense of melancholy as well because, you know they they talk about throughout the film it's you know the title of the film the myth of the American sleepover and the myth of being a teenager like you know it's gonna be great yeah. adventure but like you're gonna really really miss these days. Yeah. And just yeah. like Fair- that. Yeah. Ferris Bueller said it best. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're gonna miss it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's what I really I don't know, that's that's what I could kind of take away from it. Um I mean what is really pulling me back from giving this five stars is just some scenes that are just oh, what too is unrealistic. Hold on. Um, it's, it's, it's a three and a half, but what's really okay. pulling me back from giving this like a full on five is like the fact that like, there's some stuff again, I don't like these kinds of movies. Um, again, it's a little bit too much. There's so much cliche. It's, there's some movies that you watch and this, this counts as for me as an exception. It's just like, there's so much cliche happening in the movie to the point where you're just like, I, I just don't buy this, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I, I, I really do take that for this. Uh, it's no exception. Um, and also, again, scenes were pretty unrealistic and it's just, yeah. But overall, it was a, it was, it was a decent movie as, and uh, give mm-hmm. it three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this was cliched technically, but I guess I was in the mood for cliche. I'm going through kind of a phase right now. I'm really digging into drama f- more, like f- drama f- filmmaking more. And I don't know. As a storyteller, as a writer, I'm I'm trying to explore new areas, and I'm I'm feeling like a drama kick a little bit. I want to write more dramas, stuff yeah. like this. Very mu- kind of mundane situations, these with interconnected character stories and sort of Yeah. So this this one this one satisfied my uh my high at the moment. So nice. I, I was in retrospect I was happy I watched this movie. Good. Good. For yeah, as I'm much guys... as for as much shit I gave it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys found something to like out of it because I didn't know when I finished it whether or not you guys would like it or whatnot and 
I don't know. I, I'm glad. You, I'm surprised. I'm just happy you guys liked it because I thought it was a decent surprise. That's good. Decent surprise. That's good, yeah, I'm, yeah, I get. I'm. I'm not gonna lie, Victor. When you recommend movies like this, I'm kind of thinking, oh boy, there goes Victor again. Okay, there goes Victor. <laughs> but no, but no, you, you, you are you're doing good. Fight. Broad, broad, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm gonna bring it back. You're doing you do a good job of broadening my horizons, kind of opening my eyes well, a little. Thank you. That's just my, that's my mission, you know. Good, good. Um, yeah. All right, but... we need we need someone to segue. I was fucking trying. I wanted to, I really wanted to do you were like, well, I'm going through this phase. And I was like, you know what's not a phase? Being fucking dead. Oh my god. Well, well hang on, hang on. We we can nail something here. We can nail down a segue. Yeah. Vic, you can speaking edit this, yeah. Nail. Speaking yeah, of nailing. nailing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh segue into unsafe sex with uh totally fucked up. Uh yeah. Nick beautiful yeah that, that sounds okay. perfect <laughs> the title is literally totally fucked up so that's not you know. a joke our next movie is called quite literally totally fucked up could have worked a little bit on the title but you know could have technically totally, it's totally f asterisk 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 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah technically so Nick, hit us with this. Go down on the synopsis. Totally fucked up revolves around a group of homosexual friends as they try to navigate their kind of downtrodden lives in Los Angeles, avoiding uh, poverty, cheat, cheating lovers, and gay bashers. And they're just kind of trying to eke a living with with this existence they find themselves in. And uh, when does this take place? Nineteen ninety three. Oh, yeah. well, actually, New Judgment Day. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Uh, so this must have been filmed in '91 because they're standing right outside a movie theater that's showing T2. Yeah. Must have been on the shelf for a couple of years. Yeah, or, I was. I was like looking at it, and I was just like, "Hmm." I mean, they must have like filmed it in '91, I guess, and then shelved. Like the director must have kept it. Like in or editing hey, for a while, or yeah, or hey, it's an it's an independent movie made well before video on demand or streaming came out, so it was a lot harder to sell movies if you didn't, weren't back in yeah. the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have you guys seen anything else by this director? I think I never even heard of this director in my life. I have not. I've heard of uh, um, Doom Nation. Doom I've Generation. heard I've, Doom Generation. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen it though. Okay, so highly recommend Doom Generation. It's 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 like similar aesthetic, um, but much more fantastical and, and a little bit more out there. Um, okay. Uh, also, Mysterious Skin is really graphic in its thematic material, but it's it's pretty phenomenal. I recommend that one. Um, I don't know. This is this is visually my shit. 100 percent. this is what i dream this is what i dream of making this what i love about this film sorry i'm, I'm going to kind of go off I, go I guess, go no go off go, go on off, i think that what greg has done here is pretty pretty awesome he mixes uh ex- almost avant-garde uh mm-hmm. techniques uh very similar to like godard um, and that's very like evident in those first 20 minutes or so where it kind of takes this sort of non-linear approach. Um, and 
the way that this is has this very gritty, unpolished aesthetic mixed in with this uh, community of people who are, you know, outcast. They're they're lost. They're feeling hopeless. They just want to be happy like everyone else, and they're being shoved to the wayside. I think that the visual style of this is perfect. Yeah, definitely. This, this, uh-huh. is better, this is better than what anything Hollywood could put out because it feels so raw, and and and, and it feels genuine, even if it has mm-hmm. yeah. these sort of corny, uh, campy elements, which uh, the other film like Doom Nation is very campy. I think it works very well, in my opinion. It's it's yeah, and a I feel strange thing. Yeah, and I, I feel like I, also campiness for some movies. It especially for this one, I felt like campiness is kind of the only way that the message gets delivered because mm-hmm. it's it's interesting too because like uh, I feel like the '90s for most teens was just a very or just just in general for everyone the '90s was just a really weird period, you know. The '80s was such a great time. And then, and I feel like this is none more spoken for than for teens, especially during this time, because, you know, they had, you know, no idea what to do and, like, you know, always, you know, berating, like, you know, also looking at you know other problems in the world and focusing more on problems than solutions and it's just like well if teens felt that bad then just just imagine how gay teens felt especially during this time yeah especially like you know the different characters pointing out like you know that they feel like the like society and government is oppressed towards gay people and it's right. you know it feels like mm-hmm. almost like they don't have a voice to, to some to an extent and that they can't even you know breathe or speak and um i i think that as comparison to american sleepover is what makes this movie a lot more a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like sleepover. It it definitely takes a more. It's a it's a look into a more privileged lifestyle, and it's yeah. cool to kind of watch these back to back because you're seeing like the suburbia side of things where you know your main concern is well, am I going to find a girl? Am I going to like you know? Granted, there's much more than that, but uh, here the stakes are much much more intense like you said and um i i feel like greg since he is a, a queer person really is it's, it's he's taken a very sincere approach to this and it's so evident in like those those like uh video taped interviews that they intertwine throughout the film where they're kind of you know discussing sex government uh love and sort of like seeing each viewpoint from these characters i i I think the way he's representing the oppressed and the people without much of a voice during this time is it's really uh feels very genuine and i think it helped so much yeah to have someone i yeah 
Oh, I will say, uh, I would not describe this movie as campy. Campy is what you reserve for something like a cheesy monster movie. But oh, I don't know. This 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 is more this to me. I this is indie. This is a very indie movie. This feels like a movie that was made outside of studio systems and by people that just wanted to make the movie they wanted to make. So there is that feeling going around as you watch the movie, and it it reflects in the visuals. All these experimental camera angles and the concepts they touch upon are not unlike anything at the time. And it is interesting, and like I said, it is interesting to see this different viewpoint. Uh, These people don't have it as easy as everyone else, or even as easy as the kids from Sleepover. They, They have a lot more going on, and that does make it for a bit more of an interesting watch. Uh but having said that, I was I was kind of numb throughout watching this movie. How do you mean? Uh I don't know, just well, indie movies uh takes a little bit for me to get into into because I see a lot of the same patterns going around cuz they're low budget movies, they don't have a lot to work with. Uh so they have to do they have to get a lot more creative and sometimes creativity leads to uh, artsiness and artsiness can kind of turn me off a little bit it's like they're trying to... but i here it's kind of, it's it's justified but just in general like indie movies uh require a bit more for me to get into and i just kind of learned i just kind of learned to accept what it was putting out well, i mean i'm not i'm not saying that as a bad thing i think you should distinguish indie films from like character studies because i think so many of your favorite films are indie films i mean monsters. okay yeah okay character studies then yeah this uh well even then i like cool character studies like taxi driver or even dread dread is a character study. well i wouldn't i wouldn't consider i i mean taxi driver is a character study but it's more on a it's on a larger scale than something like like significantly larger okay (laughs) yeah sorry okay but yeah um yeah, I I liked, but just sort of kind of, I don't know this. I liked this movie, but it wasn't quite my brand. Mm-hmm. I would say. Understood. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, I will say it does it does have something going for it as far as the viewpoint. This the, and it's not afraid to go where, even other movies that have attempted this viewpoint are afraid to go because. Yeah. But the big the big thing is there's a lot of explicit love scenes in this movie between same sex couples and uh, oh I I don't know like um I've never been exposed to that kind of thing a whole lot at least in arts and mediums arts and media uh so yeah it's it 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 was kind of like a thing to accept I'm, and don't take me the wrong way I hope you guys aren't taking me the wrong way no. So yeah, but yeah, just like, like you don't see a lot of gay love scenes in movies, or at least male no. on male on yeah. male gay love scenes. No, not at not at all. So to like see barely this, at all. so to see this high this high of a quantity of them, and how the movie examines these relationships, you're not used it, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but at, once you get into it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting viewing. Yeah, once once you get into it, yeah. Yeah, it's segue you know, into our next. Once you're getting into it, you know. <laughs> um, I uh, 
I have the same of I have the same feeling with this movie as I did with uh, uh, American Sleepover. It's just it's not my type of my type of film. I love the fact that it's there's it's a film of uh, it, it's a film that's not trying to be about representation, but right. instead it's a you know it feels like a a filmmaker who is making a film about his everyday life and he just happens to be um happens to be a gay man like it yeah. you know i really i i really felt that watching this movie i yeah. i really felt like it was not more of a a movie that was trying to deliver a message on yeah on the that gay that's community or anything like that mm-hmm. it was more of just more of a like one take of this filmmaker Exactly. Yeah, that's that's. that's, that's doesn't, sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that's exactly how I. That's another exactly exact reason I feel this movie isn't pushing an agenda, and that's really refreshing. Even with the best, uh, gay and lesbian cinema out there, there is a hint of they are pushing this agenda. They're getting more diversity out in the Hollywood scene or just in the cinema scene and so forth. And that kind of distracts from the storytelling aspect in a way. I. Well, I would, I would, I would disagree with that. Yeah. Just, just in the not. I, I understand what you're saying, but I think you're yeah. saying it in the wrong way. Okay. Um, when you say me. when you say push an agenda, it comes off very negative, and I know you don't mean it in a negative way. Yeah, you correct, correct. A, yeah, I made it sound you know, bad. you mean it in a way that's like, you know, it doesn't feel like this movie is, you know, as us as as you know as um onlookers into this community you know we we uh at least i don't know about about the community i don't know about this i don't know yeah you know i know of the community and i know um you know i have tons of friends in the community so i'm able to be experienced that way but i will never be able to live this experience yeah, and I this think, life right you know Definitely. i think in the aspect of representation and pushing uh, an agenda as you know as using that as an example i think for us to to say that it's pushing an agenda is is taking away from what the film is actually doing because yeah. Yeah. yeah forget what i said i understand exactly i understand exactly what you're saying i'm just trying to clear it up so that it's please clear it up yeah you know what i mean i (laughs) i know what you're meaning i'm just trying to uh, to clean it a little bit i'm scrubbing it i'm I'm not i'm not good at speaking my mind really or i think (laughs) i think i think i'm I'm too good at speaking my mind (laughs) yeah you're you're all good dude uh what were you gonna say well i'm just the yeah less of an agenda but more of like showing the bigotry and hate that is especially in the government that yeah absolutely is is, is making mm-hmm. their lives so much more difficult than it, than it should be than it especially has, like, especially during this time as well and yeah, yeah. Going, like going off music, what yeah yeah going off what victor says like it, it it's almost like especially during this time too where um again people still knew very little to nothing about the gay community and like painting like you know oh the only way that you could have the only way you could get hiv aids is if you're gay 
So immediately you're classified if you're gay as a oh, bad exactly. person, well, the scum of society, and that, and then as well as this entire like the movie taking place in Hollywood itself, and one of the characters doesn't like word for word say this, but like he says like this, the setting of where. Coupled with the fact of, you know, that, oh, I was grown up believing in the fairy tale that I will fall in love with a girl and I will find the right one and mm -hmm. everything will be hunky-dory. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like also, it's it's not just the um, the director or filmmaker showing, you know, that but i'm assuming he is trying to show that you know there are imperfections just in our society or in the society yeah. that is hitting him in the face as well yeah yeah and uh, going back to the hiv bit, that that is kind of interesting considering the time period this came out because there's a famous book that was written called and the band played on it was dealing with they, the gay community's reaction to the to the AIDS crisis. Basically, they were told not to uh, not to uh, commence coitus with each other for fear that this virus will just keep spreading. That and they took that as a sign. They took that as oppression when really it was it was medically advised that they stop for a bit because the virus was running rampant among the community and they refused. And they would just rebel and do it anyway, and they just it got out of hand. That's my rough uh, recollection of how that went down from what sources have told me. But yeah, it's it's interesting how that kind of you could kind of see the mindsets of the time in that little scene there, if that makes sense. Like the characters are voicing sort of the voice of the time in a way. Yeah, because you think of mm -hmm. like, okay, you're you're being oppressed for you know pff, how many years, and you're told that your what your lifestyle is a sin and it's wrong, and the only way to cure yourself is to be put into a grave. And so mm -hmm. to want to want to listen to the people who say these things, yeah, the, uh, the rebelling is seems like the the right the right thing to do. Um, and I like how um, this doesn't take a very glamorous or even like uh sanitized approach it's like no they're angry they are yeah. feeling they're feeling uh uh angsty and it's just why should they act any other way this is it's almost like a stain that's not gonna go away <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah, uh, and also that's another thing I appreciate about this. Appreciate about this movie is kind of dispelling the gay myth. Like, there's the one, there's the one interview clip. This movie's told through interview clips via video camera, and what there's just one clip of the guy basically saying that gay people are expected to listen to Betty, Bette Midler and uh, flaunt around in bright colors or something like that. And really, uh, the movie just shows like they live like normal people. They get into relationships, they get fucked over in relationships, they're they're dealing with 
daily struggles. They're look. They're looking for purpose. They're they're just like anyone else. So I appreciate that element to the to the narrative there. Yeah, and it's still showing like the the um the difference in lifestyles in 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 that scene as opposed to like normal suburban straight scene and 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 well but not like it's breaking down stereotypes but also like showing these people as as what they are and just not simplifying it i think that's i i really appreciate that yes i think that's uh very very good very good yeah yeah and also uh the acting it's better it was better than sleepover but me personally i'm still I'm still not big on the whole mumble thing. It's mumblecore, they call it, and I'm just, I don't know, just everyone's just kind of hanging their head and just barely putting in enough volume to hear the line. Well, I think it's also just due to cheap audio equipment, because, yeah. That, it, yeah. that too. <laughs> I was but, about to say, yeah. like, I think the technology that was available at the time was also not very much in the favor of Maybe... the, this filmmaker's vision. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. for independent filmmakers. I mean, there were right. some good-sounding movies in the early 90s. But I will say, yeah, part of it's the audio quality, but also, yeah, just mumblecore. Mumblecore is a thing. It's a whole genre of filmmaking and so forth. I'm just yeah, not, I'm not entirely big on the acting styles. Gotta find those subtitles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I will say, uh, James Duvall, he's, he plays uh, Andy. I love his head. character. I like his character too, and it floored me when I recognized who he was. He was in Independence Day. He nice. didn't have a big part in Independence Day, but he was in it. I always remember that face. He's like a uh, younger Keanu Reeves, if that's even possible. Discount yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. But yeah, he's actually really good in this movie. I I I think he has the most complex character. I was I was yeah. in it whenever he was on screen. Yeah. Yeah, he was almost he he had a very uh, James Dean esque look to him. Oh like yeah, leather his, jackets, his cigarette, his smoking, the leather jackets, the um like guitar, the various rock band shirts that he wears, like the shirts that he wears, and nine inch nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, dude was fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not gonna lie, dude, dude, dude was totally fucking hot. hot. Totally like it shows the innocence of not just just as as a as a young adult in general and, and dealing with those but also i feel like you can see the struggle of because he does state that you know he's very uh when it comes to engaging actively like in sexual intercourse with other guys so right. i feel like you can also see his his, his kind of I don't know, vul. I I don't want to say vulnerability, but more of um, his his character's struggle as a teenager to find out. Okay, who am I really? Who who am I? You know. Yeah, I guess innocence and, is the wrong word, but he does kind of show the two sides of the coin, where it's like. Well, he's also bi as well, so I mean, literally, like, yeah, it's it's questionable if he's bi though. He questions that in the movie, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the rest of the characters? What do you guys think of that? Um, I mean, this. I don't know. I mean, they weren't. There was certainly many that like stood out 
I did the, yeah, they... the relationship between Eric and, uh, ooh, what was his name? I forget that guy's name. He was the one who was in, he was usually recording with the the camcorder. Oh yeah, Eric, the guy who gets who gets beat up. Yeah, I felt like that came out of nowhere. Slightly, yeah. just uh, or at least he gets beat up. We had to get the uh, we had to get the physical side of the gay bashing in there, but it wasn't it wasn't set up beforehand. Like they didn't. Okay, it might have been cliche to have a scene beforehand where. Some straight for some straight punks or hazing the gay gay people, but to have that at least, I would have expected it. I would, I would have had that in the back of my head, and then when the beating does happen, I was like, oh, I would have been like, oh no, something something to kind of it raise the intensity a little bit, keep that suspense up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think, but I get know, why it's I mean, there. Like kind of I get why it's there though. Through stories that they tell each other, like, "Oh, there's a serial killer," or "There's you know people beating up." I yeah. I think the uh, yeah I don't know. I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, yeah, but but anyways, uh, yeah, the characters aside from Andy's character, I thought all of them were just kind of, eh. I mean, they they all had distinct identities. They have wants and needs, but I just didn't quite gravitate to any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. just kind of yeah, they just kind of went off down the river. I agree. I liked uh I liked the the guy filming making the movie the most. Yeah. Um it just he felt the the I don't remember his name, but um he felt the most real to me. Um he uh, other than the the James Dean guy. I'm horrible at at names. So James Duvall. Yeah, uh, Andy, Andy, yeah. Um, he, he felt, he felt also real. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I like, I liked the fact that the characters felt like they're actually people like that was what kind of was different than, uh, uh, Americans, uh, sleepover is that those characters kind of felt like they could have been real people, but I, this, this really feels like, uh, more authentic. You know, if their if their acting was just a little bit better, I would have been con- totally convinced that this was a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I, uh, yeah. it's there's some there's some really good, really good moments of of the 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 awkwardness of living with your sexuality in a world that doesn't want you to have that that uh, feeling, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think. I think it does. It shows the that that awkwardness and kind of the the you know there's a there's a there's a proud feeling of or a proud theme of of being happy with your sexuality, but also kind of feeling you kind of it, it seems like they kind of feel bad about it a little bit, and yeah. in a way that's like not because of them, but because of the systematic, um, oppression. Yeah. not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say oppression, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would say oppression. Yeah. yeah I, would, take I would also say, <laughs> I would also say like systematic depression, like, especially for like these, like this specific group of people, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just a really bad case of, like you don't see like a lot of factors going in their favor 
mm-hmm. like they don't seem financially stable they always keep bumping into stories like in the newspapers in the movie like of teenagers killing themselves and it like inevitably leads to andy's demise which yeah. is we we never really gave sp- we, ne- we never gave spoiler warnings at the beginning of this either oh well <laughs> that's fine i mean both both movies have been out for over a decade a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, it's tradition. We do it on the show here. Well, I can I can throw it in post. But... Uh, spoiler warning. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, too late. Too late. Spoiler. Too late. Spoiler. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But that actually. A... That actually. Uh, tw- as the movie was wrapping up and Andy meets his poor fate, I was actually kind of on edge, honestly, because I like this character a lot, and he was suddenly being thrown a lot of bad bad cards and he had no one around to um uh go to everyone was just busy busy and that's i don't remember i i i don't like and i like the fact that they don't point out like one defining like moment that really makes him go over it's like you kind of are left in the gray a little bit like you don't know what you know made him want to do like kill himself it's so it's 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 um i i i i kind of appreciated that like they they left it you know open-ended a little bit vague yeah yeah you can can see why but yeah like you said there's no like build-up to like that moment it's just kind of like he's he's he seems completely uh flustered and like you can tell that he is in a really dark place and i mean they sort of allude to that in the very beginning i mean the first shot of the film is uh is talking about suicide rate among teens in the gay community and so it's like and like there doesn't sometimes there is no reason sometimes it's completely unexpected but like the signs are there the reasonings are are obvious but it's just not explicitly shown and yeah i agree that is something that I, i definitely appreciate Mhm. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Um. Oh, I don't know. I just, I just had this random thought. That cocktail he makes made me sick. Just thinking about <laughs> ingesting that. Ugh. Yeah, definitely a, definitely a sad scene. Yeah. First yeah. he, first a full glass of brandy, as if that didn't want to make you puke. And then he breaks out all the other ingredients. Terrible. Yeah, and see, this is interesting. The parallels between Sleepover's very hopeful and inspiring ending, where this is like uh, completely depressing. Man killed these, and now they're yeah. with that. This ends on a really bad note. Yeah, these are the harsh realities of the outside kind of deal. Yeah, very, uh, very interesting kind of way to uh, <laughs> approach that. But uh-huh. also, uh. It, 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 I don't know. Did you guys think it was, it was a correct ending? I mean, I don't know if that corrects the right word, but do you think that was a? Yeah. A well, as a as a straight white male, I would I would say, an ending like this does illustrate the point that there's a lot more pressure on this on this group of people, and it's it's a heavy it's an unfortunately a heavy burden for them to take and. Sometimes they just can't hack it 
and they don't see any other way out. Right. So I guess from my point of view, it's the right ending because it's real. It's it's the world they live in. Any other way wouldn't do it quite justice. I feel like from the filmmakers, uh, like it really is down to the filmmaker to properly answer this question. Like, For sure. um, I mean, he really could have, like, he he could have ended this. Um, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I I think he could have ended this any way that he wanted, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I maybe worded uh, that question incorrect, but I was just curious if you guys thought it was. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Chase, what thoughts do you have? Um I again this is such a it's a I, I think it was ended fine. I'm I'm a fan of, of non traditional happy endings. Yeah. Um like honestly I like really happy endings kind of like make me cringe. Uh because well, life when is, Yeah. I was I was like when they're when they're too perfect. Yeah, I mean yeah. life isn't like that, you know shit like this is this is happening and that's the part that's that's totally fucked up about it is that yeah. this this stuff is happening and you know if if we're not if we're not giving the community the the help that they need and deserve it's you know this this is going to keep happening right so i think i think the director ending it on this way is you know is is necessary i think in a way exactly it's a a necessary not evil but it's a necessary like ending that i guess needs to motivate people it's a wake up it's a wake up sort of ending like yeah yes out of your ass and and have have a heart you know yeah have some have some decency about give a shit (laughs) Yeah. yeah I wake, it's, wake up everyone. We're in a we're in a especially now. Like I think this was I think Victor, you sent this at a, <laughs> at a good time. Mm-hmm. Um I think this this world that we're in right now is such a divided and and judgmental world for no reason. Like I was yeah. I I was scrolling through TikTok uh, if if for oh all, the young, all the young all the youngsters know about tiktok Uh, it's practically the new vine if you take you know nothing will ever replace vine i'm just i'm saying it's if you take five minutes to like like the stuff that you like your for you page will just be you'll just have gold every single night i I it's it's also too it's just like most of you know the humor that passes up or I don't know. For me, it's just like most of the humor that passes up. Just looking at this, it just, it just makes me realize, wow, sooner or later, this is gonna be our generation. Or this is gonna be the people leading runs. Like, that's terrifying. And oh, I don't know. That's that's users? that's for me too. Yeah, that's kind, of the, that's kind of the direction I was I was I was heading with that. I was looking. Yeah, there was a. Uh, there was a trans um, TikTok person making like a video, like literally about nothing. Like it wasn't anything. 
she uh she was doing her own thing um minding her own business and then you go into the comments and it's just these people like you know like young kids and of course when i mean people it's just these young boys these fucking you know like 10 year olds exactly well 10 year olds it's like from like not even 10 because 10 years old you're still not you're not aware of what makes people different you're aware yeah. of the fact that people are different and you don't give a shit like yeah yeah this is in middle school and high school and stuff like that when you're starting to meet handfuls of different people with large majority of of different views but they just started like berating this girl for no reason like she yeah. you'd in, think it's you'd sad think, yeah you'd think in nearly 30 years exactly it's like learned exactly so like the stuff where it's talking about the world and and uh um there was there was one of the girls was reading like a newspaper article about um about uh a uh um i don't even know what to call what to call the person but essentially it was just this person talking about how he just beats up gay people and uh for no reason he's like enjoys it and it's like it's you're literally i i just can't see how how you can you can grow up in a world or grow up in a mindset where you're obviously the villain in the story like yeah yeah you know like what what fucking world do you live in that you're like oh you know what you know who who i really think is is the best like character and i could really get behind lord voldemort i really think lord <laughs> voldemort's ideals are really the ideals that I want to live by and, and strive. It's like, no, you're you're rooting for for fucking Harry Potter, this different You're kid. you're rooting for a person who's based off of Hitler. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Pretty much Vader and stuff. Like Darth yeah. Star Wars is different, so it's like, you know, there's there's that fan base that likes the you know it's it's different, but you know when when it's something it's like, like we we live in a very self-centered society, especially today. It's it's just yeah. gotten worse with all this stuff like TikTok and stuff like that. Exactly. You just have social media just to like, you know, I don't know, numb us all. You know, and so it's just it's, it's scary to think about if because in with the community and and how progressive, especially these last ten years, have been on pretty much all of the the minority communities like we've been yeah. we've been pretty step forwards lately and that's still not enough <laughs> and right. it's scary yeah. to think about the fact that what if nothing had changed like nothing like nothing at all had changed from when this movie was made to when now that we have social media and stuff like that's that's the scariest thing that yeah you know, I, it's it's i uh, yeah i don't i don't know i i i enjoyed the fact that this felt real um yeah. this this felt like something was you know this was actually happening and and yeah it, it probably is still happening but we just don't hear it as much you know yeah and the thing too it's yeah. like it doesn't really touch on it too much but essentially like adults need to take responsibility for this these actions and these this sort of outdated unethical mindset exactly Um, it's all about how you how you raise exactly Uh, and um you know what there's also a lack of 
adults, quote unquote, like parents in this film as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't yeah. really touch on that like uh, parental figure or whatnot. And yeah, th- I think it also is similar to maybe what Sleepover was doing, where it's sort of on, it's on, it's they're on their own almost in a way mm-hmm. in, in this in this context. But, but especially for this, it's it's really good that there are no parents because it's it's like you said it's it's down to the kids to decide what's good for them yeah and even the the mention of a parent it was like what that that the one guy he leaves his home and his his stepdad or dad is like kicking him out of the house and calling him you know disowning him for being gay and it's like it's just showing like these (laughs) like the parents need to different traditions yeah yeah, exactly like Mm -hmm. The, that older generation needs to influence the younger generation and and show them just what's right, you know. And, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. above. I think above all, no matter our opinions on the movie, it does does a great job of sparking the conversation. Gives it has a lot for the viewer to think about. Yeah, I feel like this has more of an impact than a lot of. I mean, I don't know. I just think that. I don't know. What I'm trying to say it just feels. Well, Much ranking than what could be produced now. Besides, like yeah, yeah, putting a rank on social impact—that's tough. That's tough to do if kind of not needed or not needed, not quite fair. What do you mean a rank? Well, no, no, no just, or a comparison, comparison between a different uh, art media because they're all they're all doing their part. They're ra- oh they're, no, for they're, sure, for sure, sparking the conversation. Yeah, so some some seem more honest than mm-hmm. others. Yes, and that's yeah. why that's why I really really in, like this because it just feels it just feels honest. Yes, yeah, I respect that. Forced. I of think I, I greatly respect that. Yeah, I I do as well. It, I, um, I feel like it's if anything, it's it's brutally honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't yeah. get around. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any other? I feel content with my thoughts. I do as well. Okay. Okay. Nathan. Yeah. Same here. All right. Okay. Let's get let's get to ratings then. I will hit this with. I'll hit this with a three again, because maybe actually you know a three and a half because uh, it's got an edge in sparking the conversation and it doesn't force it. It's it's very honest and upfront about the situation. Makes no bones about what it's trying to say, and it's respectable in that regard. The film itself, though, um, I still am not quite big on a plotless narrative and kind of the stagnant, or not stagnant, yeah, I guess the stagnant performances. Everyone's kind of still mumbling through things, but it has its own distinct visual style, and, mm-hmm. and it's thematically rich. Definitely. Chase? Um, I'd probably give it a three and a half as well. Uh, I liked it better than than uh, than our previous film. Yeah. Um, I just it felt like it felt like there was more of a plot. There's not really as much of a plot, but yeah. there's more of you know, it's the the mundane of of surviving in a world as a you know as a as a queer person is is much more I, don't, I feel bad for I feel bad for saying entertaining but yeah it's, 
you know what I mean? Like it's 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 sure more, more engaging. How about that? That's more I think, engaging. Engaging. More engaging than watching than watching teenagers, uh, you know, mumble over lines. You know, that's it's yeah. it, it felt it felt more real. Um, again, I'm I, I agree with you, Nick. I'm not a big fan of of these types of movies. Mm-hmm. I like this one because of subject matter. Um, yes. I'm very, I'm very, very passionate about uh, this community, and um, me not being a part of it, I, like I said, I have, I have tons of friends, family members that are a part of this community, and having their, their world be represented in a way that we, as, as people who are not a part of it, can experience the truth of it, and not mm-hmm. have to to you know and this isn't this isn't a a you know a uh, uh standardized test book or our textbook yeah. um uh description of of what it's like to be to be queer in america you know yes uh, so yeah i would I, I would give it i would give it three and a half i give it a, a three and a half if it was if there was more of a plot maybe i probably would move it to four i love the uh i really love the 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 title scenes the very clearly clearly shot like from a camera onto a tv like and same thing with like the interview scenes it's like i i love that i love that but um yeah yeah, there was it's crazy like also like there's some shots where it's just like camera filming like uh like filming a vhs like on a tv and it's just like in some instances it's just like wow the quality for that is just that's it's crazy that it even holds up today yeah toaster recording that's how i used to gameplay footage yeah exactly but um yeah i i I give it a i give it a solid three and a half and uh i didn't i didn't in i i can't say i enjoyed watching this just because again it's not my type of film but mm-hmm. i i appreciate it and i appreciate yes. it in a, i appreciate it more than i did with american sleepover but in also a very different way so yeah. um yeah solid three and a half vicky cool. boy how about all you right. my man i i echo all of your both of your statements on its its uh impact on this this um, scene of filmmaking and the importance it's it's narrative is the importance of its narrative um but i'm gonna like for more of a a filmmaking aspect um i've only seen three of his films but he the way he create the way this film is put together and the way it's it's filmed speaks to me on like this is essential this is just i can't get enough of it it speaks yeah. so much, and it's very, uh, it's very pick up a camera and go shoot type of yeah. thing. Yeah, and you know, not only the filmmaking qualities of it, but also these themes. These very real and and hard to c- confront themes of like isolation and hopelessness and just mm-hmm. wanting to be happy like everyone else. It's fucking. It's it's sad. It's so. It sad. is very much so. Um, and it's tragic. like a polar, polar opposite of. Uh, of american sleepover too right where that's more mm-hmm. of an ambiguous kind of feeling. exactly it's more like this is like in your face and mm-hmm. i just i appreciate the way he you know 
puts these angsty, angry characters together, shows their faults, their their beauties, and just shows them for what they are. It's 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 great, and I think Greg's voice is like it's awesome. I, I'm glad this was. I'm glad this was made. I, I'm glad he was able yeah, to make this. Absolutely. Yes. For me, shows why '90s independent cinema is like. Oh, it's. I don't know. I like these kind of films. This is it's completely my jam. So I'm a little yeah. Fine. yeah. Um, but also too, the music is the licensed tracks in this. Greg uses a lot of um, like alternative, like '90s rock, like industrial metal yeah. and and shooting, uh. and that's just like that. He's the only director that I know that uses this type of music, and it just it creates this very gritty alternative world that is just it's just so well realized i yeah i don't know it's it's not it's not my favorite of the few i've seen but i i'm still gonna give it a four because it's just it really does speak to me and i think he's confronting some themes that are are just mm-hmm. feel very raw and gotcha yeah, yeah i don't know uh real quick side note i forgot to mention uh so sleepover had a mock mothra movie as a prop movie this one just straight up uses footage from Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, and I was very happy about it. just seeing that. Because there's a cutaway shot to Rodan, and then later on there's a cutaway shot to buildings falling over, and I recognize that model destruction anywhere. Who would have thought these two films would have two kaiju references? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Chances. I can't believe it. The two most normal movies... And you'd think it'd have nothing to do with like monsters at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> monsters rust the entire time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> those kind of movies. All right. Well, yeah, I think I'm kind of that my rambling's over. Nathan, uh, final thoughts. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, hearing your guys' thoughts on it too, it's just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like constantly changing my opinion too, but, um, I don't know. For me, uh, I think I'm gonna give give it a three. Um, my personal like opinion on it as a film and not as a message. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm not. This is again. I'm not very too much into indie movies in general, and this is the pinnacle of so um yeah i i'm i'm not i don't like it that much but i do stand by its message and i really adore what the filmmaker's message is and what he's trying to convey through this movie is and i really like that he just with that message just conveys just the hopelessness you know, a certain mm-hmm. community faces and, 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 you know, the discrimination that they faced and even through possibly today. And it, you know, again, it's, it's really shocking that I, you guys brought this up earlier, you know, it's just shocking that, you know, it's, if, if it's happened in 93, it, 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 if it was, if it's happening in '93, and it's happening now, 
I mean, where are we going with this? You know, yeah. have yeah, we exactly. actually made any progress? Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, you couldn't couldn't have said it any better myself. Average, average movie, but a powerful message. Yeah. And <laughs> for, for Victor, for Victor more so, but the rest of us. Yeah. What but was it's, that one? it's yeah. also too. It's just the more you think about it, the more personally I just feel super depressed about it. So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I need to go watch American Graffiti better about myself. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 my. That's my rap on it. Cool, man. Nice. Excellent thing. Well, yeah, good, uh, good choices there, Vic. Good couple of picks. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I didn't expect to enlighten myself this much tonight, but I'm not opposing it. I'm just glad (laughs) you guys found uh, something to take away from from both of these. uh, Absolutely, it's nice. Um, Feels good. Yeah, guys, I don't know. I think that about wraps it up. Um, that wraps up this episode. Nathan, uh, do you have anything to plug? You Are you working on anything? Uh, or maybe not no. now? Anything you're working um, on? Not really. I'm just a normal human being. I don't have... A... <laughs> no, of, of course I'm a human being. Why, why would I not say that? Yeah. Um, you're trying to act, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, I am in the very early stages of trying to get there um good like like any like any actor i'm really trying to make it to la obviously covid19 took the rails off that or specifically took the rails off it took the engine off the train and just left us in a train station with (laughs) i don't know like actually kind of derailed everything yeah. yeah, that too. But um <laughs> Com- completely yeah, derailed just, everything. Yeah, just uh just, you know, trying to consume as much of that stimulus check that I have left over. Um yep. Yeah. And that unemployment welfare, so <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Um but yeah, again, really thanks for uh thanks you guys for letting me uh it be is... on it is our pleasure, dude. I'm, I'm glad you're able to join, and you know we would love to have you on again. Uh, I think you're a, a solid. Uh, I think you fit in right into the cinephilia. Uh, yeah, you're amazing <laughs> conversationalist. <laughs> Real cinephile, you are. Yeah. Oh, you're a yeah. Sick I don't. I don't know. If the the philia and the. <laughs> Like the ending for those two words is just I I, I don't know but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Next time we should uh, we should have you re- recommend a couple films. We we could talk about that later in the future. I would love to see yes. what you what, what you would want to bring on and um, just yes, keep, yes. keep the discussion going. Yeah, we yeah. could really hammer we could really hammer home your uh, your interests and sort of just hash it all out. That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah, just hammer it home. Which segues perfectly into our next movie. <laughs> nice. Oh boy. Okay. Well, um, I don't know who's doing the uh next episodes the uh films. I think Chase I, I think it's I, me, yeah. I might do you because we, yeah. we, we actually kinda of skipped you this run and Oh, uh, it's fine. 
it's whatever. Fun. But I think we're, <laughs> it's not. I, I guess I guess maybe just reveal what films you're gonna. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna be choosing um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World by uh, Edgar Wright, um, and then uh, The Matrix, original Matrix by the Wachowskis. The, yes. uh, I can't wait. It's this is gonna be lit. This is gonna be a I'm, lit episode. I'm very excited. I'm gonna. I, I usually, I, I have a I have a very strong uh, addiction to like Blu-rays. Yeah. And uh, I don't own the Matrix on Blu-ray, so that means I gotta go pick it up, which <laughs> I'm gonna be pretty pumped for. So, but um, uh, yeah, it should, be, it should be fun. I I'm I'm interested to see how we can relate the two. I mean, there's obvious like uh, like uh, style, style, all style differences, but there's like all yeah. I'm 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 gonna be excited to see how we can how we can. Uh, compare and contrast the two so yes right on yes yeah. well um just to uh you know kind of say what i said at the beginning um don't don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you liked what you just mm-hmm. just let's listen to um uh, make sure to give us a nice little rating if yeah you, if you we're could. on we're on here we're on itunes we're on spotify we're on the other site that i just found out about Podbean. pop-up Podbean. 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 Any any support helps. We are just we're just a group of people who like talking about movies, and any support is literally like a kiss on the forehead. It is yeah one of the most soft, beautiful things. So and if you can and if you can convince and, a friend to to subscribe, that's that's you know that's getting into first base territory. And yeah. you know if we get if you have that friend tell someone more like then, more like first or, base territory. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And to our listeners, first base is that know. <laughs> and to our faithful listeners, mwah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Alrighty, well, thanks so, for listening, everyone. Have a good week. Stay safe. Uh, just, 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 uh, I don't know. Stay safe, everyone. Absolutely. Stay safe. Be nice to people. Be nice. Rough have time for everyone. Uh, if if you don't yeah, like wearing a mask, then uh, fucking grow up and put your mask on. Uh, Save a yeah. life, prevent no. a death. Yeah, yeah. Cinema speak, tuning out. Bye bye.